You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Plans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. Been working hard on the podcast. I feel like I put a lot of prep in, and then we just end up, uh, you tell a story about your house and, and some <laughs> weird thing, and then we end up uh, discussing, like, a, a, one of now that we're doing two teams per episode, one of the teams is getting serious short shrift every week, and they get maybe three, four minutes. Well, now we're finally, we're up to teams 18 and 17 today, and we are finally talking about teams like the cutoff, I think we discussed last week on the 49ers episode, the cutoff of teams that sort of expect to make the playoffs is really at this spot right here. Each of these teams we're talking about today, uh, one of them uh, made the playoffs last year, the other one did not, but was a 6-2 and two before a late season collapse and certainly expects to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got, uh, we'll start with number 18, the Carolina Panthers. In the NFC South. So the Panthers, again, they had a disappointing uh, collapse of the season last year. Now, obviously, a big part of that had to do with the fact that Cam Newton was injured. Uh, yeah, no, Newton's first half stats and second half stats are, are, are you know, make it very clear that he wasn't playing uh, healthy. But, but there's also no guarantee he'll be healthy again. Yeah, now another thing, though, you look at the Panthers, and they've done this weird sort of 49ers, uh, excuse me, San Francisco Giants-esque every other year thing. Uh, in 2012, they were seven and nine. Okay, uh-huh. then the next year, an odd year, they went up to 12 and four. 2014, an even year, they go down to seven, eight, and one. You remember they actually won the division that year because the division was such garbage. And then they actually won a playoff game, if as you may recall, because uh, they got the benefit in the first round of playing a team with no quarterback. But uh, so they go seven and nine to 12 and four, back to seven and nine to 15 and one to six and ten to 11 and five to seven and nine. So every even year, they've won six or seven games, and every odd year, they've won double-digit games. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they could win double-digit games again. Yeah. Uh, well, that, this, w- that, w- that would be to continue that trend. Now, do you, do you think that there's any explanation for that trend, or is it just sort of a... a... It's, no, it's fluky. There's, there's no explanation at all. The Panthers, along with the Falcons we haven't discussed yet, are in a weird spot, because I do think, whereas a lot of years this division is wide open... Uh, and the Bucks are, are still certainly lagging behind the other three teams. The Saints just appear to be so much better than, than the middle of this division. So the Panthers, like, you know, if you are, if it's the case where the Saints are, the, are a bi-level team, then they're really fighting with a million teams in the NFC for two wildcard spots. Yeah, I'm not convinced that, you know, we'll get to the Saints later, obviously. Uh, I, I understand the Saints, you know, 
had a very good season last year and were one very terrible call away from going to the Super Bowl. But I'm not convinced that they're head and shoulders above uh, Carolina and Atlanta. Those are two other teams that, again, have been playoff teams for most of the last few years. Right. And, well, and I, am, I, I am convinced. And also the Saints yeah. are much younger than, uh, than, than both those teams. Yeah, except that they have a 40-year-old quarterback, and if he yeah, goes down— Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. but you could, literally every team we're going to discuss, if their quarterback goes down, then the backup will not— Yeah, but there's know. a reason to expect a 40-year-old to at some point— you know, I don't know. How about this? Drew Brees versus Cam Newton games played this season. Who would you be taking? It's a good question. I guess I would take I would take Drew Brees, but I'm not yeah, even t- well, I'm not talking about Drew Brees getting injured as much. You as I'm mean talking declining? About, okay, I mean he certainly got and, worse. And again, as we've year. discussed before, when you look at these all-time quarterbacks, you know Peyton Manning and Brett Favre, etc., it's not that they decline; it's that they go from superstar cliff. They to fall complete cliff. garbage yeah. instantly. And he definitely got worse at the end of last. And year. unpredictable. Peyton Manning yeah. and Brett Favre both had MVP seasons, and the next year were atrocious. Mm-hmm. Now one of them actually yeah. won the Super Bowl <laughs> that yes. year. But uh, although he got benched for Brock Osweiler. So, yeah. So, so let's talk about the Panthers. Where do you want to start? Ron Rivera is still the coach. I do wonder, because as you mentioned, they have a good year and a bad year. I do wonder, like, at what point, if they're just going to be treading water, if ever, do you cut, boat, uh, cut bait on Riverboat Ron? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, every well, so, year, he, he, so look, he's, he's had the benefit. The reason that he's never really been on the hot seat, he's been the coach for eight years now, mm-hmm. is each of his first three years, they improved. And then yeah. every year since then, it's been down, up, down, up. But yeah, the, the way to get is, fired is have two straight bad years. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he hasn't had the two bad years in a row. He has the but down year. But he's coming off a of seven and nine. So what if they go seven, nine, eight, and eight again? Yeah. Now I will say, and there's absolutely he's zero. Had, listen, he's been the coach for for eight years. Yeah. They've had, they've made the playoffs four times, but one of them was at seven, eight, and one. So I almost call that a bad season. Yeah. They did. They well, but they were three, eight, and one, and then won four in a row, and then won a playoff. I know. Game, so I know. Call it a bad season, but I I can't. But yeah. Um, but then the next but, year they went 15 and one and went to the Super Bowl. So a bad year this year would be three out of four. Uh, it would be the second in a row. I I don't know. I don't know if he would survive it. Yeah. Now I, I will say this, and this is with absolutely zero inside information, even though you know they are a client of ours. But I I, I do think that there tends to be when you have a new ownership, they tend to want a clean house. Yeah. Now they you know again he the he came in with an 11 and five team, and so he had no reason to do so. But it, yeah. they went seven and nine. Definitely a disappointment. Yeah, because yeah, other people's quirks get on you. And yeah, and, I'm you just, know. There, I would say, and again, no inside information. This is just my speculation. But I would say that if they have a losing season, Ron Rivera will definitely be fired. You know on, who the OC Black is Monday. here, right? Say that again. You know who the OC is here, right? Who the OC? What do you mean? The oh, who their offense coordinator is? Yeah. No, who's their offense coordinator? It's North. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of course. And I, I just watched the whole uh, the Amazon show, so pathetic that I forgot that. Yeah, I, I really soured on Norv after his performance in Minnesota, including quitting midseason. Yeah, nobody looks like amazing and horrible like as a coordinator more than him. Like coordinators yeah, usually looks great like or amazing bad. and looks like horrible. I have a homework assignment for you right now. Go to mm-hmm. Pro Football Reference. Go look yeah. at uh, Luke Kuechly's page. Okay. All right, you're looking at that picture of him. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there He's in a, a second. He's a good-looking man. His name is Captain America. Okay. Luke Keekley entering year eight. Yeah. Now, I want you to, uh, a fellow Carolina Panther, or one-time, long-time Carolina Panther, Jake DeLome. Now look at Jake DeLome's page. Jake DeLome. Yeah. Jake DeLome looks exactly like Luke Keekley if you, like, uglified Luke Keekley. <laughs> what? But where did this, where did this, like, occur to you? Yeah, so Keekley good Because I, guy. I, I happen to be on the Carolina Panthers homepage for Pro Football Reference, and it shows, like, their top 12 players all oh, time. okay, fine. 
And so I see them so side by side. Look like yeah, he is. He is a. You know what he is? He's um. Who's that guy? Oh, Will it's Forte. a before and he after like, plastic surgery picture. Yeah, like Will Forte when he's sixty, but yeah. but of 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 Luke Keekley. Yeah, and Luke Keekley is really good looking. So it's like it's like basically Delome went into. Is that what happened? Jake Delome threw all those interceptions. Mm-hmm. So they they took him into some kind of a plastic surgery. They brought out Luke Keekley, and then they said, "Well, he's so good looking, but now he's also so buff. We're going to make him a linebacker." Uh, Jake Delome, career touchdown passes. Go. I'm going to say 142. Yeah, it's pretty good. 126. Okay. Um, all right, let me let, let's run down the Panthers roster, okay? Yeah. A- after Newton, we have uh, third year Christian McCaffrey. So mm-hmm. I think third, I, I would fantasy superstar. Look, you could look this up, but I do think the third year as a running back is probably the, the best year of your career. This is your prime, your third year in the NFL. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say you think it's, it's your, second. Yeah, second. Okay, second and third probably close. Yeah, you these could, guys fall off a cliff quick. You could just look at the top twenty-five guys and tell me if they were better, what their best year was. Okay, that, that could be well, but top twenty-five guys are guys by definition with longer careers. True, true. So true. I think what you want to look at is guys, you know, just everybody. Yeah, I maybe look at the any top any running back who ever has a one thousand yard season in his career. Okay, fine. That's that. Yeah, that's that's your project for for. Uh, I, I will not do tomorrow. That. I will give you an answer for tomorrow's episode, but not tomorrow because we spoiler tomorrow. I mean, today. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In a few days, we don't know when we we record like four of these in a day sometimes. Um, okay, receivers underwhelming if you look at them. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and and Chris Everyday Hogan. Tory Smith's here also, um, but people are they're two high draft picks from the last couple of years. People are very high in DJ Moore. People are very high in Curtis Samuel. One of them has to break out, I think. So yeah. I don't know people who it's going to be. People are assuming it's going to be more. People, well, I think Samuel's in his third year, but some people, and he's a second round pick versus Moore's first round pick. But I think some people think it's going to be Curtis Samuel. I don't know. Someone's got to. I mean, you know, we could we could sort of we're lukewarm on Camelot, but they have not given him you know consistently good receivers at all in his in his tenure here. He's had a tight end, but he hasn't really had the receiving core. Yeah, but but then he had a fifty touchdown season without having great receivers. Okay, so, so Kurt, yeah, no, I have, of course, I'm, I, you know, this is an argument for Cam being great is that he's done it without, with almost only with below average receivers. So uh, Samuel's first year barely played. Last year played thirteen games, only started half. He had thirty nine for four ninety four and five touchdowns. He also ran for two touchdowns, Curtis Samuel. So he's an explosive player, but there's nothing in there that shows me that he's going to be a thousand yard receiver. Uh, Greg Olson's still there. I do think he's washed at this point. I think it, he can't stay on the field, and he's not the same Greg Olson anymore. Tight ends yeah. do He's got play one forever. foot in the Fox booth already. Yeah, it is true. Uh, Gates and Gonzalez, like elite tight ends, generally play forever. Gronk is, you know, Gronk was never going to play forever. Aaron Hernandez was never going to play forever. But, like, the, the uh, you know, it, it is po- tight ends age better than a lot of positions if you want to be, like, just because there aren't 32 good tight ends. So it's easy to go from being like the seventh best tight end to like twenty second, and just make five more years out of your career. Well, but Olsen, he's also thirty four, so he's not young. I mean, no, I know, but Gates and Gonzalez played well past thirty four. Yeah, but that was a unique. I mean, you're talking about the two greatest tight ends in history. I mean, but Olsen is probably the third best of this era, right? Uh, well, you I know, mean, well, I Gronk, mean, his peak but. was his peak was probably better than Jason Witten's, but Jason Witten for sure has had a better career. Well, Jason Witten's back, and he's still playing. Yeah. Well, he he went into the booth and it did not go well. So he's he went out of the what booth. is what is I don't even know what is the Monday Night Football booth this year. They kept Booger, right? What's yeah, but the they, but they took him out of his uh, his cam, whatever it's called. They took a, yeah. Well, that was the only fun part. I mean, it was terrible for announcing, and it was what also terrible for M&F people at the game. Bro? 
Right. Yeah. It, yes. It blocked a lot. That's probably why they did it. Brock, yeah. I mean, it isn't blocked, it just Tessitore and McDonough? Here. I don't know. That's a terrible uh, crew if it is. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Monday Night Football is, is not great. I don't know. I don't think they have it here. Uh, oh, that's the number two is Grease. So Booger. Uh, John Perry's the rules analyst. Lisa Salters is play-by-play. I don't know. It doesn't say. It says Joe Tessitore. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Tessitore sucks. Not great. It should be, it should be me and you. <laughs> do they like dead air? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers. Uh, do one do they like getting bobbed uh, in yeah, the middle of the one, fourth quarter? One of their strong – I think they have a very underrated line. They they got Matt Paradise, who's consistently been a top five. Six. By the way, we were talking about greatest tight ends of this era. Uh, we also forgot about Jimmy Graham. Yeah, well, and he, but, he's completely but fallen off a cliff. He's washed. Yeah, so yeah. that's uh, why would I mention him? Yeah. <laughs> he ruins my argument. Um, so Daryl Williams, Greg Van Roten, Matt Paradise, who they just signed from Denver, who teams were would have gotten a ridiculous deal, but he he broke his leg at the end of last season. Uh, but the Jets should have signed him because they had the most money. Trey Turner's. It feels like he's been around f- forever. And very that's because you're young. so used to him in fantasy baseball with the Nationals. Yeah, maybe. Well, they spell it differently. This yes, Tria. Uh, R A I. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor Moten, probably their most underrated uh, guy, r- right tackle. So it's a very solid line without a lot of uh, holes. I do think – so Cam really stopped running when he got hurt last year. I, I think because, like, it didn't work, he's going to try to. But if I was Cam, I would completely stop running. Well, I mean, you say he stopped running, but he's still been – he's been pretty consistent. Like, he's had – what did he have last no, year? No, he, he went for – he was carrying the ball nine times a game, which is, you yeah. know, pretty much what he's been doing his whole career. And then it was in the fours once he got hurt. So he yeah, really but but he did. wasn't. Yeah, but those games don't. It's not that he stopped running; it's that he couldn't run. Yeah, no, I understand, but I think yeah. he should stop running now. Yeah, like he, he now that he, he his game didn't have a second level when he well, was on the season. He had 101 attempts, which is basically what he's had for his career. He's I know, but he was running like a madman until week yeah. ten, and he gets hurt in the week ten game, and then he stops running the last seven weeks. So yeah. listen, uh, he when he was completing 58 percent of passes. Then, yeah, run, because that's a better option. But now that he's a 66% pass completer, just yeah. throw the he's ball. He's averaged seven and a half rushes per game his whole career. So he was basically at that pace last year. Uh, all right. You're so right, let's, let's higher than lower. Let's yeah. go to the Panthers' defense. You've heard of almost everybody here. They got Gerald McCoy, Terry Poe, Kawan Short, one of the more underrated players in the league. They got Mario Addison from the Redskins, Shaq Thompson, Luke Keekley, Bruce Irvin from the Seahawks and the Falcons. Now, normally Don- when – let's talk about McCoy for a second. Normally when a star goes from one team to another within the division – it's yeah. sort of indicative of the fact that he's a little washed. Uh-huh. Yes. But but uh, they had a very weird situation with Tampa where uh, I think they were going to have to pay him like a crazy amount. And they were, I think, right not to pay him that much. He's an aging defensive tackle, one of the least useful things you could have in football. Um, but I, do I disagree. Think- defensive tackles, you know, if they're like run stuffing big fat guys. Now, McCoy's not as much that. That's more Popo. But, you know, guys like that can play forever. Yeah, but he didn't. He he I, he was hurt last year. He didn't really do anything, yeah. and he's thirty one now. Thirty one is old. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking like the run stuffers. Those guys played forever. I agree. Ted Washington played forever. Kevin Williams played forever. Haloti Nada. Um, yeah, no, uh, fine. Pat but Williams I, I just. But yeah, but you don't have to pay them thirteen million dollars. They don't provide yeah. thirteen million dollars. Vince value, Wilfork. Ted Washington. Yeah. Henry Thomas, uh, going back to like when I was a kid on the yeah. Vikings. Uh, so finishing. Kyle up Williams, there. who made the playoffs finally for Buffalo a couple of years ago, he played mm-hmm. for a long time. So Bruce Irvin, who's yeah. one, who's sort of your one beloved Joe Klecko, How how long did he play? I don't I don't think that long. Another. Uh, Don, uh, do you remember Jerry Ball on the Vikings? And yes, Jerry Ball was a good player. Great name uh, for a big fat guy. You know, I've told you I had a Keith Millard action figure growing up. Speaking yeah. of the Vikings, yeah, Keith Millard had uh, like a 
18 sacks or something. Like I bet that action figure is worth like 200 bucks on. I'm sure my mom threw it out, but I bet it's worth yeah. 200 well, bucks. On, I don't know uh, what the demand is for those right now. Well, the old action figures, I think, for whatever reason, worth a lot of money. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric Reed, Dante Jackson, Trey Boston, James Bradbury. Uh, they also have Brian Cox's son, Brian Cox Jr. I didn't hmm. know he was. Does uh, he wear the same weird uh, shoulder pad thing? I th- I think he might. Yeah. Oh, what a good what a good and way also, to honor your father. And also Kyle Love, who has a second career if he, if football doesn't work. Yeah. Out, now this is like. a team I'm very interested. Uh, you know, not to cut you off, but I'm very interested in doing the schedule game for this team because okay. again the Panthers could go 11 and five, but they could go seven and nine, and the and there's ma- and you know the difference is that their coach is going to get fired and you know they, they could sort of really clean house and and, and mm-hmm. sort of cut a lot of veterans. So I think that th- they have a really a lot riding on what this team does this year. All right, so let's do uh, – so now you're asking me, I think. This All right, nice. okay. So week one, monster game at home against the L.A. Rams. Last uh, time we saw the Rams, they mustered a total of three points. Yeah, I know. I do wonder if there's a Super Bowl hangover. I'm going to say the Panthers win this game. Okay, so that's a big win in week one. Big win. And then uh, on short rest, they play Tampa at home. Yeah, that's a win too. All right, and then they go to play Arizona and Kyler Murray, who you think is going to have like twenty plus interceptions. Yeah, the the pr- no, those touchdowns it said twenty two. No, plus it said touchdowns. interceptions. That's why I was questioning. Oh, so, well, I think you might have read it wrong, or or copied and pasted it wrong. Um, nobody knows what we're talking. No, about. No, you copied and pasted it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, fa- I blame Facebook. Um, okay. uh, at Ari- I have them winning at Arizona. Right, so, the the, uh, the, pre- the pre- so, schedule is a joke. Yeah. So well, okay. Schedule. So the, after that big win in week one, now they're three and zero. They go to Houston yeah. in week four. Loss. Okay, then they come home. They face Jacksonville. Uh, win. All right, so four and one. They go to England to play to play Tampa Bay. I say loss. So they're going to lose in England to Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, they have to lose one game to Tampa Bay, and the other ones they do. Home. Okay, why not? Listen, uh, everybody knows you can't beat a Jameis Winston in uh, the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. All right, so even so, it- uh, four and two yeah. going into the break. You know, obviously leaves a, a sour taste in your mouth to lose in London, but four and mm-hmm. two, not bad. They come home off the bye. At San Francisco. They lose to the Niners. Wow, so four and three. So this team mm-hmm. is beating the Rams, but losing to Tampa Bay and San I mean, Francisco. that happens in the NFL. Yeah, you I understand. Can, All right, four and three. And then they're home against Tennessee. That's a win. Five and three. At Green Bay. Loss. Five and four. Home against the Falcons. Huge game. I, I, I mean, these two games, you figure Atlanta and then New Orleans, you know, you just want need one of them. But I, it's hard to predict them winning. I'll say they beat Atlanta, lose to New Orleans. All right, so they're six and five. Yeah. They play Washington at home. Win. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so now they're seven and five, down the stretch. They're yeah. in. The, I mean, but again, last year they were six and two and they fell apart. Now Cam was injured. This year, seven and five is Cam healthy at this point in December. Yeah, I mean, misses one game. All right, so seven and five to go at Atlanta. Uh, loss. All right, so seven and six. Yeah, now they're in trouble. They really have to win out. I think they play Seattle in week I'll fifteen. I'll say win. At home. All right, so they're eight and six. Then they go at Indy. Oh, that's a loss. Eight and seven. Ooh, and then. Uh, week 17 at home they, against the Saints. They beat Teddy Bridgewater. So the oh, so the Saints have already locked up, what, They've the one seed? They've locked up a, bu- a bye, at least, yes. All right, so the, so the Panthers seed. are 9-7. and seven. Does 9-7 and seven make the playoffs? I mean, uh, you know, that's – odds are no. I think 9-7 and seven teams make it a little under 50% of the I'm, time, I'm right? T- I'm not talking about – I'm talking about what, you, what is your prediction for the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I mean, first of all, I'm – this prediction is this not is valid spoiler next alert, week when yes, we do. Your predictions no. are going to come next week. But. Yeah, but the, but when we do that, I'm not I, I'm not beholden to doing this. All right. Well, right now, are you saying the Panthers at nine and seven are going to make the playoffs or not? No, no. I'm so say what you're they, saying is on December 29, they beat Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints to go to nine and seven, yes. and on December 30th, Ron Rivera gets a pink slip. No, I don't think nine and seven gets him fired. Wait, I think oh, seven so and nine loses, gets him fired. So he keep, they miss the playoffs and he keeps his job. Yes, correct. Because I disagree. There's no chance. You think he gets fired in nine and seven? 
it's not the nine and seven. It's missing the plus. If they, I know, the but but where that's so results oriented, it's very silly. Yeah, of course, it's results oriented. That's how <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, but listen, I mean, uh, you don't know the owner. He, he he maybe he's a nice guy. I know better than you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just I don't think if they miss the playoffs for the third year out of four, and the second year in a row with their new, I mean, David Tepper does, did not buy this team to miss the playoffs two years in a row. That's all I'm saying. I mean, does any team, any owner, buy the team to miss the playoffs other but than maybe he's, the but Davises? He, well, but he's bought a team that was coming off an eleven and five season that was coming off right. like thirty two wins. All in right, the so I agree. I agree that they might clean house. Yeah. He bought a crazy. team that made the playoffs four to five years, and then they missed the playoffs two years in a row. Well, then so. he should root for them to lose the Teddy B in that last game, so he eight and eight's a much more justified. I mean, the, know, the, the Titans fired their coach after going nine and seven two years in a yeah, row. Yeah, no, of course you can. Yeah. Uh, and like at a certain point, I think your welcome gets worn out. Let's get to the Ravens because we're already over sixteen. You know. We're oh, okay, so we're done. We're done with the Panthers. Sorry, we're Panthers. Done with the Panthers. All right, on yeah, to the no, Baltimore Ravens. No shade on the Panthers. We're, these teams are getting demonstrably better. Uh, my Panthers. I, I since we last did it, we went from a core eight to a core ten. Ah, yes. Uh, so you so asked my, me basically to do the Vikings core eight, and I yes. I gave you ten names. I said here's my eight and here's my two honorable mentions, and then you extended it to ten. No, I had I had already done um I I had, I had already done like uh, half the work. So you know what I said to you, sort of realizing it as I did it for the Vikings, is your core ten or whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Each of those guys is a guy who going into the season, you, your your expectation, your hope is that they're going to put together a Pro Bowl season. Well, it's tricky because uh, on the bad teams, your core has to, like if you if you pick a guy in the first twenty picks in the draft, he has to be in your core ten. Do you know what I mean? Like that has to be part of your future. Why? This isn't the ten best players. This is your core ten. Well, but the, I didn't pick the Vikings. You know, they had a top twenty pick, and I didn't include him. Well, may, you didn't understand the you didn't understand the message that everyone else did. But also, no, I think not totally every team. That's a false narrative because every but team it's is a, a, yeah, it's every not team is relevant. A different window of yeah, competition. it's not relevant like, for the bottom fifteen it's teams. Like the trust Oklahoma me. City Thunder are doing things very differently right now than the, I agree. The, the LA I agree. Clippers. The, the, so sec, the, the bad team second round picks frequently got on the list. Okay, the, the Vikings are a team that's playing right now for 2019, 2020. They're not thinking beyond 2020. I know, but if they were protecting ten guys in an expansion draft, they would if protect they were the protecting first round ten pick guys. They would ahead not, of Linval Joseph. They would not protect their number one draft pick if they were protecting ten guys. Well, really. Well, then they shouldn't have picked them. They should have made a good pick. Well, I mean, you, they're going to pr- they're going to protect Everson Griffin over the number one pick. There's no way on earth. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You're right. So I guess Griffin wouldn't be. But in terms of who's the most important guy to their team right now, and he might be. And again, and they also, you know, we'll get to the Vikings in in a few yeah. days. Um, so All right. Quickly, so, the, the so the Ravens are a team. They made the well. Hold on. The pa- last year. I, I didn't they had the a core. very strange season. I didn't though. do the core. Oh. Okay. Do the core. Cam Keekley. Wait. You said we're done with the Panthers. Yeah, but then I said I forgot the core. But Keith, this is the problem with their core. If you're doing your short. core within the context yeah. of discussing the team, that's fine. But, but I forgot about names, it. We're done. We don't want to hear the Panthers Moten, core. Moten, Paradise, on. Samuel, no, Gerald McCoy. Nobody's it's not a great core. It's not, not great. We're not listening. Okay. okay, Baltimore Ravens, what's their core? Uh, you want to know their core to, uh, to start? Yeah, but if you don't bring it up when we're done talking about the team. Okay. How about you tell me eight teams' cores uh, a week later like you did the other The day. Ravens have one of the worst cores in the league from 2 to 10, if you're, or 2 to 53. Well, then how is this team a playoff team? Well, I it's because they have a lot of good veterans, but my core the the core rings include is about young talent. They have a lot of good older players. Marshall Yanda and Earl Thomas are going to be very good in 2019 and not in the NFL in 2021. Does this make sense to you? So okay, but, well, I just think so Drew Brees would not be in the core then for the Saints. He is in the core. Well, you can't have it both ways. Because one year of Drew Brees' impact is much bigger than three years of, of you I, I know. Think you got to think through your core. Uh, no, every, this makes sense. You're just so 
one and zero that you don't uh, understand. Why don't the listeners make chime in and tell us what they think about it? Okay. So, Lamar Jackson, the I left tackle. I want to hear tackle, from Tim Westside in particular. <laughs> who cares? The left tackle, Ronnie Staley. The cornerback, Marlon Humphrey. Defensive lineman, Marshall Pierce. Marshall, Michael Pierce. Marshall Yonda. Earl Thomas. Again, two of the oldest guys on, this, on any team's list. Uh, and as a team like this that doesn't have a lot of talent, their first-round pick, in this case, wide receiver Marquise Hollywood-Brown, has to be there. Orlando Brown Jr. Did you realize Orlando Brown's son is a good, is a good player? I didn't realize it was the same Orlando Brown. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I assume it is. I mean, there's, there's an actor, Orlando Brown. That could be his son. Uh, and then Brandon Williams and Matt Skura, two linemen. Uh, so it's not, a great, it's not a great core at all. It's, it's actually one of the worst. Uh, but Lamar Jackson can elevate them, uh, you know. But Lamar, it, Lamar but Jackson, again, it's an, you would not say, is a top 10 quarterback right now. No, he's definitely not. So if this team is a terrible core and a non-elite quarterback, then why are they a playoff team? They're not a playoff team. This team is definitely going to miss the playoffs. Definitely. Unless Lamar Jackson becomes, unless Lamar Jackson is a top five QB, this team will miss the playoffs. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Where did you have them in your ranking? Probably 32nd. I don't know. Don't check. Because well, because so, cause they're 17th overall. Now, we got some hate from some Ravens fans. Because mm-hmm. they said that we uh, were too low on the Ravens last year. Oh, yeah. You just guarantee uh, they're going to miss the playoffs this year. Oh, uh, Kareen, listener Kareen said um, that, uh, you know, we bashed them and then, and then, they, then they won their division. Yeah. But, th- yeah, this team, I think, maybe got worse. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's a hot take. I think Where we rank a, Lamar Jackson yesterday on quarterback? I think this is a ten and six team, so I'm, I'm a little okay. bit surprised. Okay, the wide this. receiver group. Yes, they have a first round pick, so maybe he becomes a star, Marquise Brown. Maybe, but it's probably not going to be this year. Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, Chris Moore. I, I and this is yeah, the the two worst receiving groups in the NFL might be in the in the Beltway area because it could be the Ravens and the Redskins. Uh, the running back situation. By the way, you is, were higher on on um, Lamar Jackson than I was yesterday. I had him twenty. You had him sixteen. Yeah. No, I like Lamar Jackson. Um, uh, the running back situation is okay, I guess. Uh, Mark Ingram, I did, he actually didn't put him in my court because, again, old running backs. You, you said a good team can't have a, you know, a non-elite running back. In there. No, I said any running back, let alone a 30-year-old well, free agent. You yeah. think Zeke isn't in the Cowboys' core? You think Saquon Barkley isn't in the Giants' core? Well, Saquon Barkley is the entirety of the Giants' core. Yeah, that's why the that's Giants true. are a terrible team. Yeah, tr- fair. Um, so Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and Kenny Dixon. Um they have a couple tight ends. They have a few tight ends that they're semi-excited about. Boyle, Andrews, and Hurst. Hurst was a first-round draft pick last year. Don't know what's happening with him. Uh, the, I like the offensive line. Stanley Scorer, Yonda Brown. Uh, the, I, so, it, listen, there's not a lot of skill position talent, though. So, Lamar Jackson running 18 times a game will work for them as long as he stays healthy. Over, under, 14 and a half games played, Lamar Jackson. What are you taking? I mean, I'm not going to root for the under. I guess, I guess I'll take. Well, no, the you over. don't have to. We're not betting a million dollars. You don't have to root for it. You're making a prediction. Uh, I would say over, but also you said 18 carries a game. That's in, that's 288 carries. There is no chance he has 200 carries, let alone 288. Well, I didn't literally mean 18. I mean some games he okay, runs the ball. How many times. rushing attempts do you expect for Lamar Jackson this year? How many did he have last year? Give me the number. Last year he had 147, and he only played like half a season. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's that's like dangerous. Yeah, I would take uh, I'll the under say of 11 a game. I'll say 11 a game. 11 a game. Well, so that's not that much. Not that much. That's 176 on the season. Now, that's reasonable. Okay, let me give you some names. Okay. Yeah. What, what C.J. Mosley. You're gonna hear C.J. Just listen. C.J. Mosley. Yeah. Terrell Suggs. Yeah. Brent Urban. Eric Weddle. Zadarius Smith. 
Those are five above-average defenders that were on the Ravens last year that are not on the Ravens this year. Yeah, but there's also a lot of old guys. No, there were at, those are. I mean, Suggs is old, but I mean, a, Weddle's and Weddle's old. old. Hold on, but let's go Smith back to Lamar Jackson. So you said yeah. that Lamar Jackson will average eleven yards a care, eleven rushes a game this year, right? Yes. He never had fewer than that last year. Can I give you his game log of rushing attempts yeah, per yeah, game do last it. year? Mm-hmm. 26, 11, 17, 14, 18, 13, 20. And then the playoff game, he had only nine, but the playoff game was a disaster, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he had three fumbles. So, uh, and also, by the way, in those games, he had, he, how many, he had six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He had 15 fumbles in seven games. So that's a problem. Yeah, but again, they won a lot of those games. They had seven double-digit wins. Yeah, they last won year, every single one of, one of those games league. except a close game at Kansas City. The Kansas City and and the and the and then the playoff uh, game. Playoff game. Yeah, uh, but those were, yeah, those were both competitive yeah. games. It, they they of course, did of course lose they won three all games. That's how they made the playoffs. They they did lose uh, a couple games by a lot, but but early the Cincinnati game yeah. and the uh, so so their young quarterback uh, six and one in the regular season as a starter in his career, and you say there's no chance he makes the. Playoffs I think the season. I think the two to fifty three here is really abysmal. But I mean, it's it's old, so it, it's more abysmal long term than. So they right. didn't well, draft so I anybody. I think you need to play the schedule game again because I, I think this is a ten and six type team. But you think there's quote no chance they make the playoffs? So Hold on. So I I mentioned those guys. They yeah. added Earl Thomas, Jimmy uh, uh, Jimmy Smith, Pernell, McPhee, Brandon Williams. Yeah. Uh, more old. They're guys, swapping but worse in veterans. Old guys, yeah, veterans, but for much veterans. worse guys. Uh, yes. This is this is not a team with a ton of stars. I guess the best defender is probably Michael Pierce, Marlon Humphrey. I guess. Um, th- this is not a team with a ton of stars. It's an incredibly old team also. Uh, I don't know if that makes them more or less susceptible to injury. They're guys who have proven they could stay healthy. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. Now, now uh, this team, just so you remember, last year was number one in the NFL in defense in yards allowed, number two in points mm-hmm. allowed. Yeah, and, so and, and now it's a good different defense. defense. They were an incredible defense. First, okay, it's a different defense. And for yeah. one, defense is much less predictable than offense from year to year, and two, it's different players. So why would just because it's a Raven Shield that means that every year? No, they it's have because it's defense. Harbaugh, and because Harbaugh's had. I mean, his he's had a top ten defense. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be bad. I just don't think it, it has to be elite for them to win this division. By the way, because <laughs> guess what? The Steelers have much better players than the Ravens, and the Browns have much better. The players only than the Ravens. year in the Jim Harbaugh era that they did not have a top ten defense was the year that they won the Super Bowl. Whatever yeah. that's worth. The, listen, the, they have the third best roster in the division. There's no question about it. Yeah, so I if Lamar that, Jackson outplays Baker Mayfield and Ben Roethlisberger, sure they're going to win the division. Uh, you but, know, the, the 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 Browns slurping is out of control. I think. No, I think the Browns are underrated. The, they're, okay, there's imp- it is impossible to say that the Browns are. Under- you could say that you think the Browns. Could well, win they're not the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl favorite, so then they're underrated. So they are they are the Super Bowl favorite. No, I'm just saying it is possible. You said it's impossible. The well, only way they could well, okay. be they could well, not unless be. you literally okay. But then you're okay if you literally think they should be favored to win the Super Bowl. Yes, then I guess they're underrated. But then you're an insane person. I, I don't think I our, mean they the have a chance. They, the their ceiling is winning the Super Bowl. Well, every team's ceiling is winning the Super Bowl because that's the no, ceiling no, no. The Giants are not winning the Super Bowl this year. The Dolphins are not winning the Super the Bowl. The Giants have won the Super Bowl with <laughs> shitty teams before. That's true. With worse teams than what they have now. That's yes. probably true. Yeah, well, worse offenses, but not worse teams. By the way, it's it's true. They have they have they have a lot of good players. The Giants. The, the, um, the Giants' offense now is probably better than the offense that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, because Saquon is a, is a dynamic player. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um. Let's do, the ske- let's do the Ravens schedule game. I don't hate the Ravens. I just think this is an 8-8 eight eight right, We better hurry up here because we're going to run out of time soon. So very quickly, win and loss. At Miami. Uh, well, I- I'm supposed to ask you, I think. No, no, I'm asking you because you're the one with the hot take. Okay, fine. Up. At Miami, win. At, uh, at home against Arizona. 
Home win. At Kansas City. Loss. Home against Cleveland. Loss. Wow. At Pittsburgh. Loss. Uh, at home against Cincy. Win. And at Seattle. Loss. All right, so I think they're going to go five and two before the break. Four and three at the worst. Even at three and four. So maybe that's yeah. why you have them out of the playoffs. Three well, and I'm gonna four. Flip. I'm going to flip the, the, the No, no, the there's Pittsburgh. no flipping. They're three and four at home against no, New No, no, I'm saying I'm going to flip when they go no, to at home against Cleveland. I'm going to have them win. They always play the Patriots tough. I'm going to say win. All right, four and four at Cincy. Win. Home against Houston. Loss. All right, five and five at the Rams. Loss. Home against San Francisco. Win. Six and six at Buffalo. Win. Jets. Win. Browns. I said I'd flip it, so I'm going to have to flip it. And All right, that's, that's nine win. and six, and then at home and against the Pittsburgh Steelers, for a playoff spot. I'll say lo- I'll say loss. They lose and go to nine and seven. All right, so they go nine and seven. They're swept by Pittsburgh. So you predicted both teams we have today to go nine and seven and miss the playoffs. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.